Hey everybody, I'm Lindsay Knuckles. I'm Suzanne Martin. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. So our latest series is called This Passage Changed My Life. And over the past few weeks, we've been having conversations with different guests about scripture passages that have changed their lives. So today we are joined by our friend, Sarah Haynes. Sarah, so glad you're here. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we're glad you're here. So Sarah, tell us about yourself. Who are you? I am. Um, as far as New City, I am the New City Academy Coordinator. Um, I've been on staff for about a year, a year, and I have two little girls, almost seven and nine years old. When you say Academy Coordinator, what's Academy? Yep, this is a new ministry as of this past year. We just finished um, where we are taking adults and teens um, through a discipleship course. Um, last year we just started and we finished up the Old Testament. We had a room full of people there to just dig into God's word and just learn. And yeah, so we're excited to start back up in the fall and offer new courses. That's great. Well, you guys do a really great job. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here. And so we're going to have a conversation about scriptures that have changed your life personally, Sarah. So I would love if you would just share and read what passages or what scripture verses change your life. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So there's three um, that have been most impactful. So I'll just go ahead and read, read all three. First is John 10, 10, um, ESV. Uh, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm. I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. First Peter 5, 10 and 11 is the next. After you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish mm. you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Mm. And the last is Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11, NIV. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Wow. Those are... Those are really good. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us, okay, tell us why these verses, you picked these and why they yep. had an impact on your life. I was in a season of life that was really dark um, where I met the enemy face to face. Um, I found myself in a divorce. Now, of course, no divorce is wanted, right? Um, but this was really unwanted um, or some infidelity involved and feeling abandoned mm -hmm. and thrown aside, not good enough, um, betrayed that John 10, 10 is just telling it told me like who the enemy is and I got to live it out. So really the, the first part of the story is just really knowing who the enemy is and how he works and what he does mm -hmm. and, and his really his job description right. is to steal, kill and destroy that's really good. So it sounds like these, this verse gave you just an awareness that there is a mm. spiritual, you know, component to the lives we live. And there's an mm -hmm. enemy that's like working hard to yeah. still kill and destroy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I knew that yeah. um, I'd been a Christian all my life. You know, you read the scriptures and then the stories and you know them and it's all head knowledge. But this was the first time that something meant real to me. And I was like, okay, hello, Satan. Yes. Yes, that is so true. I would, you know, I was yeah. the same way, just growing up Christian, it's head knowledge, mm -hmm. but there's something mm -hmm. about moving that to heart and hands. And there's yeah. something about when we walk through different experiences, whether it's traumatic mm -hmm. or if it's just a big event in our lives that the learning really trickles down to our heart mm -hmm. and really understand the, the passage for what it yeah. is there for and yeah. how it impacts our lives. Also, mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I appreciate oh, your vulnerability. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Tell us your other ones. Okay. 
Um, so first Peter, it's the promise that Christ is going to strengthen you, establish you and like who you are after all the suffering. He says that there's going to be suffering and I live that through, um, yes, feeling all the things I mentioned before, just abandoned and tossed aside. But also there was a ton of fear, a ton of fear because I had a little girl, um, two and a half and another one on the way actually when this happened. So I had no idea <laughs> what I was going to do. Um, how, how? how, you know, there was a lot of hows and whys mm. to God. Um, but this verse was one that I clung to in a sense where he's telling us that we're going to suffer, but he mm. also tells us that we're going to prevail from that through him and, um, yeah, just strengthen us through that. Like I always think of too, like, um, the fire, the fiery furnace, you know, God is like refining me in, in that. Um, so, so yeah, it was just one that I clung to and something that again, um, was Christian all my life, but when the circumstances become my life and matching, (laughs) um, it became real and alive. That promise, like, okay, all right, this is God. This is what he says. And I believe him. That was, that was kind of the difference where you were saying the head knowledge is the hardest 18 inches is from your head mm-hmm. to your heart. And that process was hard, but so worth it. It's good. Can you read, what were those four things in yep. there? Like confirm, strengthen, restore, confirm, mm-hmm. strengthen, and establish. And actually in the NLT support is used. Um, and then at the end, it says to him, be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Um, the NLT will say a place in you, a firm foundation. So that's just like the solid rock that we stand on, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to get all those things from him. Sounds like it was uh, for you just a time of really understanding that you're who you are in Christ. Your Mm -hmm. identity is in him, like Mm -hmm. going from knowing some things to actually living it out and with an understanding Mm -hmm. of the foundation Mm -hmm. that he is for us. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes it takes those really hard traumatic things to get us to that point. Yeah. That was a big piece of it too, was like knowing who Christ says I am. Like I didn't really know that I wasn't confident or I didn't feel valued. I didn't know it wasn't where to me. It was just how I lived. And when he says all the things and how valued more precious than rubies and all of those things. I, yes, established in, okay. Like Mm -hmm. I deserve better. I can be this person that Christ is telling me because he said it. That's good. Because he Mm -hmm. said it and that doesn't change. Mm -hmm. Can you expand? You just mentioned a little bit, but can you tell us who Christ says that we are? We are beloved. We are chosen. We are precious. Mm -hmm. We are beautiful. We are his child. And that means that we are always and forever will be a part of his family. And he is our good father, like our good, good father that, yeah, we can go through all these terrible things, you know, because we live in a broken world. Um, but until you realize, you know, the first verse who, that we have an adversary, God's not authoring these things. He's allowing them 
really because he loves us and he's given us guidelines for life. And when we walk outside of those, sometimes it's going to hurt. Um, but he loves us so much that he's doing that to, to refine us and just, he wants that for us. He wants relationship with us. So it's like a pruning a little bit and a refining, um, just showing the love he has for us, Mm, even though it can feel really hard at times. That's good. That's good. Okay. One more, you have one more verse. Yeah. Uh, so yep, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Messed that yeah, up twice now. That's no, fine. It's a hard um, word. It's a hard name. It's not <laughs> easy. It's not normal. Uh, so this is obviously a very familiar verse. Um, but when I saw this, this was kind of the light to the future, um, mm-hmm. because it says, you know, he, it's not his plans. Like I kind of just said a minute ago, it's not God's plans to harm us. He allows this to happen, and He has a future for me that at that moment and that, that season of life for, yeah, a long time, I didn't believe it and I didn't see it. And I was the whys and the hows, but because God said this, he's promising it. Um, it's true. I mean, it has to be true. So it was the hope that I could have those blessings and have, you know, the happy ending, which is not really the thing, but just have, have the happy beginning, um, of a new life in Christ. And where, again, all of these scriptures and all of the God's promises just became real to me. And I honestly, that time of life, I, when I was in that of, of feeling the hope that this verse gives and knowing the future that was ahead of me, I was oozing Jesus. I described that as that time. I was so on fire for God. And there's even times today Mm. that I like yearn for that, Mm. Um, which sounds crazy to like, Mm. (laughs) let me take me back to a time Mm. coming out of the pit Mm. um, into that. But honestly, it was pretty good. Mm. (laughs) It was pretty good to feel his presence so close Mm. and so with me and so going before me Mm. and just laying it all out and just trusting. It's been a really fun game of, of trusting God and just seeing, wow, like this was five, six years ago. Hmm. And look at the provision that he's given, you know, it's been hard, but there was never a time that I was lacking. And, um, when you're talking, I hear his faithfulness coming through, mm-hmm. like the faithfulness that you've seen of God in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. And that is what we hold our hope to and mm-hmm. what we can hang on to for the future. So thank you for sharing just mm-hmm. the the honesty of the struggle, but mm-hmm. also the hope that God gave you in those moments. I think yeah. that's just profound. And to just like tag on to how this changed my life. Mm-hmm. Clearly me experiencing Christ in a new way was the aha, the spiritual awakening that I needed. Right. But it was so giant that God put on my heart that there's so many people like me, this news is too good not to Mm -hmm. share. And I prayed the prayer. Um, I knew sort of through this, okay, God's working, like not just in my life, but he's going to use this. Right. Um, but he put on my heart, you know, break my heart for what breaks yours, Lord. I prayed that prayer and the dangerous prayer to pray. Uh, <laughs> it is so dangerous. Mm. Um, but 
I knew that and I kind of did the, you know, when I did it, but you know, that put on my heart to go into ministry. Um, and so it took a couple years to kind of get there and, um, just of course, so blessed to be here at new city. Love that. Um, I love Sarah, like the movements that you're taking us through in these verses. Like Mm -hmm. the first is, Hey, there's an enemy. And this is what he, this is his role and this is his job description. Mm -hmm. Um, but second, like God is mighty and he's bigger than the enemy and he has come to confirm and establish us. We will suffer, but Mm -hmm. we will win. Mm -hmm. And then the last Mm -hmm. is there's a hope in a future. And I just love that movement. I know that's your story, but it's very Mm -hmm. powerful. So I appreciate the way that you've used scripture to tell your story. Yeah. I mean, that's what it Mm -hmm. was. It was, it was. I, I think I told you mm-hmm. as we were prepping that I didn't really know scripture, you know, I didn't know. And so I had a group of women that were God ordained, um, to, to that, that, you know, God, where God again went before me and they were force feeding the scripture to me. Um, cause I wasn't in a place nor did I even have a desire, honestly, just because I didn't know the goodness that could come from his word. Yeah, I didn't go to these passages to get the hope. I, w- I had a community that loved me to, yeah, force feed this. And so as as I was going through each step or walk of, of the journey, this is what I had. Mm-hmm. You know, I had this is, and, and it w- it's a great thing to have, right? It was enough to hold on to, to just say, this is true. Like y'all, I was, I didn't even know what truth was. Like I didn't even know the lingo. And I'm like, what is this truth? People are talking about like, I know you're saying it's got like, this is the truth. These are the things. These, these promises are the things that we can know is true because they're coming from, you know, God's inspired word. Amen. They're coming from his word over time and meeting you where you are, which I think that's the Mm. beauty of the the living word. The Bible Mm -hmm. is his word to us, but it is a, it is a living word that constantly meets us where we are. These verses, you know, when you read them over and over again, they're different things that come out. Um, I know when I look at the Jeremiah passage, like there's a lot going on there. Like what, anything that came to you over time that was different from the passages or gave you a different hope or different perspective as you were walking with right. them? Right. Well, I didn't, I hadn't like, I'd known that passage. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course it became something new to me when my circumstances were met there. But since this time, of course I've leaned on that passage mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. because it hasn't been just butterflies and rainbows <laughs> since then. Right. That's the times that I, you know, am still having those moments of darkness or just doubts or questions or like, God, did, I know you promised me that, but I mean, <laughs> you know, um, so there's a lot of trusting again in God's word and going. And I go back to that Jeremiah 29, 11 and say, OK, you said this, so I'm believing it in each season. Um, you know, I, I still am raising my, my girls, um, single handedly, their dad is in another country and has been since, um, Olivia, my youngest was a month old. So there's that aspect of it too, is just, okay, I had this hope and I, I healed and I was on fire for God. And I, you know, was sort of wrapped that up in a bow is what I used to say. And I know that's not exactly true, but, um, it was hard. There were sleepless nights. There were newborn crying and me turning the corner to my 
two and a half year old putting on a brave face and turning the corner and like losing it, you know, because my newborn is screaming, you know, there, there was that. Um, so I've had to constantly just even after that. And then even now last week, you know what I mean? (laughs) Still relying on this and having to remind myself because yeah, we get wrapped up in life and, and forget promises. So each time they mean a little different, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's still there and it's still uh, enough. I love that. It is enough. I think too, I want to like acknowledge you've talked about just like the power of community, how mm-hmm. in that time of your life, you had to be like your words, like force fed mm-hmm. the truth. And like, um, I've been in times where I'm like, I, I don't feel like I have the strength really. And having people surrounding you and mm-hmm. keeping you from isolation and mm-hmm. just saying, Hey, here's what's true. Here's what's true. Here's what's mm-hmm. true. And mm-hmm. I just, that is really powerful. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you sharing that of like, yeah. we cannot go through life alone. Oh my and gosh. this is what it looks like to be in trauma and grief and to have, um, community around you. Yeah. So that's really powerful. Yeah. I'll share one little thing about that. So this was, uh, a group, uh, of women, um, five or six. And, you know, they were talking about their experience with Jesus, maybe not all of them, but some, and it was one that said, um, there was a time in my life that all I had was Jesus. And that's all I could lean on at that time. And I I thought about that. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever really had a time. Well, that's all I had, you know, like I don't, and I told them, I said, you know, I don't think I've ever had trauma or just like a time in my life where, all I had was God to lean on or I needed him that much or whatever. And when it was happening, I reminded my group, I said, Hey guys, remember that time I said, I hadn't had that. Like, I think this is it. I think this is it. We found it. Unfortunately. And they were like, yeah, we think it's it. So anyway, yes, it was that community and him going beforehand and building that because it was already really established. Oh, so grateful mm, for the, yeah, the establishment of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite things about Jeremiah 29, 11, you, you referenced the Suzanne is, is the context. And so I think those two verses, if you zoom in and you just look at them, they're really powerful. Mm-hmm. But if you zoom out and look at the big picture, so Jeremiah, the prophet is writing to God's people in exile. So they have been taken from their home and they're in Babylon. They're away mm-hmm. from their home mm-hmm. and they're in exile. So the word that God is giving them through Jeremiah is for a future and a hope, it like it gives me chills. And so, like in the, right in the verse before that, God is saying, "In seventy years, seventy years, I will bring you back." But in the meantime, make this home in your foreign, like make this foreign land your home. Yeah. And He's saying, like I have plans while you're in exile, while you're away from home, while you may feel lost and grieving. Mm-hmm. I have a plan for mm-hmm. a future and a hope for you. And it's just that is that like makes that verse so much more mm-hmm. powerful when you see the word that God is speaking to the people in the situation where they are. So when you're stuck, you're lost, you're overwhelmed. To have think, a future. yeah, to yeah. say we have a future and to not know the timeline. Yes. Like mm-hmm. he gave them an actual timeline, but mm-hmm. 70 years. I mean, mm-hmm. in 70 years, most of them might not be alive. <laughs> yeah. So yes. like, but understanding there's still a hope in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that when we seek him, the verse after verse 13 talks about when we seek him with our whole heart, yes. wholeheartedly, he's there. And yeah. so I think just understanding mm-hmm. that picture of how he meets us mm-hmm. is just a beautiful expression of his pursuit and love of us. And so to place you in community at that season, at that time that when you would need it, to mm-hmm. see his provision, to see that care, 
the, the way he cared for the Israelites, the way he cares for us, it's, he, he is constantly doing that. So it's a beautiful picture. Yeah. And too, like, I think you read NIV, but ESV version, it says, um, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare and not for evil. And so the word welfare really means shalom, mm-hmm. which is wholeness, completeness, mm-hmm. peace, which is that's the plan that God has for us, right? Is, is wholeness and completeness and peace. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's beautiful. Right. And it's like, may not look like circumstances, but it looks Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. wholeness, a whole soul. Yeah. To have that peace when your circumstances are the same, Mm -hmm. like that, that's when this all was happening. Like my circumstances did not change. If anything, they were getting worse. That was the ticket that if I can have the peace through the storm, then well, gosh knows, like it can't get worse than this. It can, but you know, it it felt like that at the time that having the peace through it, um, is where, you know, that you have the peace of Christ with you. And well, and even sitting with you today, there's a, you have a peace about you. (laughs) Like you have come through this and Carrie, this, this is part of you, part of your journey, part of Mm -hmm. your story, but you've met, God has met you in it Mm -hmm. and who you are today is a different person because of the way you've met him and the truth of scripture in your life Mm -hmm. and in your heart, um, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even know the person before Mm -hmm. it's weird looking at pictures. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't recognize that person. Yeah. So as we wrap up, um, Sarah, I would love, do you have, is there like a main idea that you think God wants us to take away from this passage? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've covered, um, a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, just God's going to meet you in your circumstances. Um, it looks really dark and crappy and just not okay. Um, there's a reason. And I have taught myself to ask when, when something's happening, that's not good. Um, okay, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? And it's not always a teach, you know, some people hear that and it's like, what is, you know, the pointing finger. Of course we know that that's not God's character and he is with us and that like Jesus is pleading on our behalf when we're suffering, he's suffering. Um, so that just, yeah, he doesn't ever leave us. He's never (laughs) abandoned us. Um, and that just to believe the promises that we believe, um, you just kind of have to ask God, you know, if you find yourself in a situation like I was, I kind of, um, didn't really know what it meant to give Christ Mm. my life. It's like, well, I still have to make decisions. What's that all about? But just to hand it over Mm. and say, okay, Lord, because I I did, I said that, I, I said that prayer, like, I clearly don't know what I'm doing. You do. I'm supposed to hand this over. Um, and he took over. Um, so if you're, you know, in that, um, just, it's a big leap and it's, there's not like a magic formula, mm-hmm. just your heart just needs to be prepared to just trust and just believe it. And just ask if you don't just ask God to help you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had friends say that, you know, it's, how do I trust? Yeah, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask him to help help in that area, and he will answer that. That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah. We're so grateful that you've been here. Would you you mind praying uh, to close our time together? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we just love you. You're so good to us. Um, You say so many wonderful things about us and who we are, and help us see ourselves, how 
you see us beautiful and lovely. And Lord, just I just ask that um, you just meet us in our circumstances, meet us where we are. We know that you've gone before us. Help us feel your presence in the times of trial and suffering. Help us trust you in times where it's really hard. Um, just help us grow near to you and just know that you are good. You're a good father and we love you and we thank you for what you're doing in our lives, even though we can't see it. Um, and we thank you for your promises. We thank you for the hope and the future that you give us. And we just ask that we continue to hold on to those and be reminded of those as we walk through life and the ups and the downs. We love you and we thank you for um, these promises. And it's in your son's precious and holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. You can find this episode wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time. 